Hello, and welcome to the RMS PD Podcast, a daily show to encourage educators to think outside of the box by providing a new way to do professional development for Rollo Middle School teachers and beyond. I'm your host, Rob Houck, and let's get ready to learn. Hello and welcome to another episode of the RMS PD podcast. Today I'm with teacher Audrey McCarty of Kabul, Missouri, and she's a student in one of my William Woods classes. Audrey, you're here. Um, as we talk about things, start by introducing a little bit of your educational background. Hi. Um, so I went to school at OTC and then transferred to MSU and got my um, my teaching degree there. And then the first school that I came to was Kabul, and they hired me. Um, I did a little bit of long-term subbing first, and then, um, you know, they hired me, and I've been here ever since. So this will be my fifth year starting in August, and I'm just really happy to be here, work with some great people. So. All right. Thank you. Um, so one of the things you've been talking about in class is standards-based grading. So tell us a little bit about your viewpoint in standards-based grading and a slight introduction of what that is for those who may not know. Okay, so a little downfall. I actually don't do standard-based grading yet, but I really would like to, so I'm learning a little bit more about it. Um, But standard-based grading is where you basically are grading the student on whether they have met that standard or objective yet in whatever you're teaching, or whatever grade or whatever content for grade level. And what it is is a rating scale for below basic or up to proficient and advanced. So you can kind of connect that to your standardized tests and um, the rating scale for that. So it's pretty easy. Um, the, the student either gets the standard or they don't, and that's what you're grading in your assignments are based off of your standard. So as teachers, we should already be doing that, so it should be kind of an easy transition for us. Um, as far as the grade books go, that's, that's a little different. We're really used to that zero to 100 scale F through A, and, and so that might be a little bit difficult just um, relaying the information to parents or even to the students as far as switching that scale over. Good, and so um, through your research, you kind of talked a little bit about why we should be doing this, that we already kind of have this background, you've already talked about some of the difficulties, but what do you think that's gonna do to benefit for your students if you switch to standards-based grading? I think it'll be totally just great for students because it'll put that learning into their perspective and they take full responsibility for for their learning and just become more a part of the classroom. They can set goals for themselves based on their ICANN statements, which should be coming from that standard. And, um, you know, they can tell whether they've met it or not. And that just pulls um, just further relationship between the student and and the teacher. Um, So you'll have to have that one-on-one contact and build those relationships and just make sure that they're meeting their goals and setting, you know, those benchmarks for them so they, they make... Um, successful moves in their education and just be successful later in life. Good. Um, It kind of ties into another thing you've been talking about to make successful students, and that is this test talk. Tell us a little bit about what test talk is. Okay, so this is really weird, but I'm just going to jump into it. So everybody knows of students. In fact, I'm one of them that just whenever you hear the word test, you just have this awful anxiety come up. Um, So there's different things that I have heard as a teacher to help those students because I really feel for them since I was one of them, right? So you can give study guides. You can allow time for for studying in your classroom. Just have a positive attitude about it. 
different things like that. What has really helped me is to have those standards either written out um, by the test question so they can link it to their ICANN statements, um, or you can just write out in the test, you know, different examples that they did, labs, projects that might help link that information so they can recall that. Um, but back to this test talk thing, I read an article, Utopia, that said a strategy for reducing test anxiety is actually talking through the test during the test with the students. Either allow break time during the test or right before the test to help include those, those students who have an IEP that might be gone during the testing time. And it actually opens us up it up for conversation about the test, how to apply critical thinking skills, problem solving, and it, it should help students stop second guess, guessing themselves um, and triple check their understanding for, for the test to just be more confident. Okay, so I know um, there's gonna be teacher out, teachers out there who criticize this, and they're <laughs> gonna say, wait a minute, this just doesn't seem right. What would you say to those critics out there? Um, I would tell you that I am one of them as far as it goes, as far as making sure that you're not giving the answers. If you have a teacher that's going through the test and you're giving them the answers to the test, probably you're probably not going to be assessing their knowledge very well. However, if you do this the right way where you're offering advice and discussion, you're not giving them the answers, but you're linking it to maybe some prior information that's been discussed in class or a visual or a graphic organizer or something where they can recall some information, I think it's a great idea um, and, and would help boost learning. Now, as far as preparing them for the actual MAP testing or standardized tests, you can't stop the test. So I can see where there would be some critical um, discussion about that. But. Good. I think one of my favorite things you said in there is just assessing their knowledge, what they've actually learned through that. And so anything we can do to help the students kind of get to that point to where we can assess what they've really learned and what they haven't. So um, one final thing, kind of last question here is for those who are thinking about doing either one of these, what advice would you have for them? Either one of standardized, mm -hmm. okay. Um, some advice that I would give them is just to go back to your standards, pick a priority standard first and dabble in it a little bit. And then once you have a good understanding of where you wanna take it, just dive in, go all out um, and just make it work. And then I would also hope, hopefully your administration is on with it. If not, give them a reason to be. Um, with the test, um, for the test talk, I would say to dive into that as well. Um, you know, give those go, give those examples. Always before a test, we always talk about the different questions, anyways. And if anybody has any questions about what what wording I'm using or um, what I'm meaning in different questions, um, so you know, it'd be a great time then just to just to dive in and say, hey, you remember when we did this in class and we made that that chart or that graph or we made that flow chart or this or that so it might be a good idea just to go ahead and and, and bring those things up and have that then recall that information i really do think that you'll see a difference in their test scores all right, all right. thanks for joining us today to everybody out there listening have a great day stay out of trouble and be safe